What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Today is Saturday, Saturday, October the 2nd at 3.39 in the afternoon. How are you doing? So, regrets, the best motivation. What do I mean by that? Well, let's get into it. You know, I'm a really uh, introspective uh, person, and I'm not, you can take this however you want, but I'm always a little bit angry. I always got like a chip on my shoulder, and uh, and I'm constantly living in a way as, and, and my reality is though, I'm always missing out on something. Always missing out on opportunity, or I don't, there's something that didn't happen right, and uh, <laughs> I have this like dumb joke that I say to a buddy of mine, which is I do what's, what's most completely healthy, and I just stuff it deep down inside me, and I don't ever talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Now, there's a lot of truth to that, and there's kind of a joke to it too, but, but the thing is, that that's just me. That's just who I am and how I roll. And that's the reason that when I get on stage, I talk with such like aggression, because that's just me. That's just my personality, all right? I mean, things for me don't go away. They just continue to add on inside me. Now, the thing about regrets is, in all honesty, and I, it, I, yeah, it could be different for everybody, but for me at least, the things that I regret not doing between going left or right in hindsight, right or left, should have done this, should have done that, even if it was just out of the complete randomness of a situation, that's part of the things that I also carry with me every single day, every morning, all my actions, and I might not be cognizant and be like completely like thinking of it at that moment but it's in there it's always with me it's just part of my personality and um you know the thing is though a lot of those regrets for me at least I use as motivation I use it as motivation to make sure that I won't ever do xyz again or if I have the opportunity to do x that I would do it and not do y and again some of it can come from um no you're gonna slow down now this stupid idiot got ready to cut me off so anyway excuse me I'm driving if this, you're just listening to the audio only version but anyway um but yeah like I was saying so in all honesty I uh I use those regrets as, as motivation and I think you can too whoever's listening to this um if you haven't thought about it before you can think about it now because I'm telling it to you like I use stuff that could have just been not good decision making or random decision making that had no no potential idea of an outcome whether I went one direction or the other and the other direction as it would happen to be would be the less good decision to make um, but I think as long as you learn from your uh, uh, not just decisions but I mean regrets you know stuff it's like you know just pretty something things are pretty paramount that you can use that as day-to-day -day motivation to make sure that either you will accomplish that goal um not treat that person that way and um and if possible um correct it you know some of the biggest regrets that i have are from my uh, army service i didn't get everything accomplished that i wanted to and I got so much going on now, I've thought on multiple occasions just to just to rectify the things that I didn't get accomplished 
um, for one reason or another. Not having to do with misbehavior or anything like that. That's just how it happened. Not having opportunities and stuff like that. Um, that I'm, I'm not going to rejoin the military. I'm not going to join the military again. But there's so many different things that I want to do in the moment that I didn't get to do. And you could say, yeah, that, that's with everybody. They got one slot. They can, they, you know, for some special access program, I'm just making an example of something, okay? And uh, they got 15 guys that want it, and they're not even doing it based off of uh, uh, merit. They might be doing it based off of seniority. So pretty much whoever has been in the military longest, even if you're not doing as good of a job, routinely, that's a lot, frequently how the military chooses people. It's not the best way, um, but it happens, okay? Um, and just, just to get it out, for what it's worth, maybe if they can only take one, they want the most senior position so they can ideally explain how to do it to all their lower individuals. My thought on that, though, is if you take someone that isn't good at explaining things, they're not as interested in the job, they're not as good at the job, maybe someone lower ranked, okay, and this would be the opportunity of a higher ranked superior to try to persuade or offer something that's maybe better suited to do it to take that class or to do that operation or whatever, you know, something like that. But anyway, that that's, I, I'm not trying to get too technical, but, you know, I was just thinking the other day about all the different things that I wish that I did and that I could have done and not just things from long ago, um, things that I don't really even have the opportunity without getting into detail to fix, you know, promises that I made and stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm not saying this in a depressing way, but if you don't get the opportunity to fix someone with fix something with someone, or uh, with a job, or an opportunity, or whatever it is, you always can keep that promise. If you're not making it to that person, or if you're not making it um, to to some commitment, to do it from that point forward. But what sucks the most is is not having the opportunity to do it. So if a relationship ended, or if you're in, in another example like enlistment uh, is finished. Um, in the military um, and those are the ones that really live inside me um, probably with I don't, I'm not going to say the most because in a funny way like even the smallest dumbest things from day to day add inside me you know and that's just who I am okay honestly but um, but yeah those the ones that there's not really an opportunity to correct they resound with me in such a way because, and that they stay alive in such a strong way because I don't really have a way of correcting it, so I can only correct it from that point forward, you know, and I don't really have a way of going back and filling those, uh, uh, fulfilling those promises or commitments and stuff like that. And I promise I'm not, I'm not trying to be depressing or anything like that. But if anything, hopefully, maybe, just maybe, you'll take something positive from it and realize that every moment that you are alive, this very second, right now, this moment, and every moment that you will live, if you don't really have an opportunity to fix those things that did happen, you can always do it now and from then on, from now on. You know, in a weird way, I feel like the ones that, the things that, you don't really have a way of correcting with that person or with that job or with that whatever, okay? 
have a certain kind of essence that the ones who do have an, an ability to correct. Because it's like, for me at least, I'm always fixing that one thing that I didn't get an opportunity to fix. And that, that really, in all honesty, is a part of my fuel and motivation and driving force for me, for myself and my life and the way that I live, you know? And I'm purposely out of respect and, and some privacy, not getting into any details, but for what it's worth, for the world out there, for those that aren't ever going to listen to this and those that might, I'm not being weird right now, but I'm just going to say it out loud. I kept my promise. I'm keeping my promises in every single day. That's what I'd live for. Okay? Putting my nose to the dirt and grinding out all the things that I either have an opportunity to do or didn't have an opportunity to do. I'm doing it now. And I think that that's the best way that you can really push yourself past that extra line. You know, the military was one of the, if not the biggest part of my essence because. I'm many things, you know? Um, and when you take an oath, I saw a guy on uh, Instagram today take an oath to join the military. You're not in the military and you don't take an oath, kind of like uh, in a similar way to being married, okay, until until you like another girl or until you uh, get out of the military. No, that's forever. And the oath of being a soldier is one that I live by. And I'm an artist. It sounds kind of pretentious to say, but I've said it before. There's nothing that doesn't say you aren't allowed to be a, a sniper and a painter. You know, art has a beautiful way of balancing out the savagery and tenacity it takes to be a soldier. You know? It's like, in a similar way, a lot of boxers learn how to... Uh, uh, take like ballet lessons and how to dance to help with their footwork. You know, brute force is always essential, but you have to have a very fragile trigger squeeze in order to make the bullet connect where you want. So, you know, in the least pretentious way as possible, that's the reason I refer to myself as a warrior artist because I have the warrior spirit inside me. I've done service but I'm always a soldier, I'm always a warrior. I took my oath and I live by it, okay? I told some the other day, it's not like some enemy of the United States is gonna be parachuting and all of a sudden I'm not gonna be like, oh, where's my uniform? No, no, you're a soldier, that's who you are. And whoever you are, be it a soldier or artist or, or whatever it may be, there's jobs and there's ways of life. You could learn how to paint, but not ever be a painter. You could learn how to be a soldier and not ever actually live that lifestyle. So in the most transparent way as possible, I say it with complete honesty and with full integrity. I'm proud to be a warrior. I'm proud to be a soldier and I'm proud to be an artist because those are the things that shape who I am and myself. And I use all those um, regrets and all those not best decision-making uh, uh, decisions that I've made previously to always help propel me into the life that not just I live now, but the life that I'm always working on continue to be better on as a soldier, as a warrior, as an artist, as myself. So maybe, just maybe, there's something that you think 
that if I said might benefit you, well, I'm glad, you know? And uh, I've been doing this channel for a little over a year now, and sometimes I talk about funny stuff, but it always just has to do with knowing me more so that when I'm on stage, or even off stage, if you see me one day, you'll already know me. And that's probably the greatest gift and the greatest thing that I could give and why I'm doing this is so everybody can get to know me more off stage and on stage. When I'm on stage doing comedy, you'll have an idea as far as where the aggression and attitude comes from. And that's just how I am. That's just me. You know, there's no acting or nothing about it. That's it. And if you're one of my closest friends, the conversations that we have are even deeper. But this is about as much as I can do on a one to, not a one to one, but on a one to mass scale. Whoever may be listening to this, you know? So, with that being mentioned, I'm Benjamin Well Done. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful October the 2nd. Take care of each other, take care of yourself, and use those regrets as fuel for not just where you are, but where you want to be. I'm Benjamin Well Done. Check me out. Peace.